I'm ready to start whenever you okay, guys we're pause. are. Pause with a W or with an A-U-S-E? Stop talking. <laughs> well, you gotta make it clear. Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad. I have with me in studio Father Chris Scythe and from a mysterious undisclosed location, Father Alex Scott. Fathers, welcome to the podcast. Pleasure to be be here. here. Thank you. So today in our normal modus operandi of doing really weird, nerdy things, we're going to talk about a phrase from St. Thomas Aquinas, which is, everything is received according to the mode of the receiver which might be the phrase that I think of at least. I don't know if I say it out loud, mm. but I think of at least the most when it comes to ministry um, from St. Thomas, which you might think why the heck that is. So maybe one of you guys can explain what that phrase means. Sure. So I think one of the a helpful way of communicating this, Father, uh, a friend of ours, Father Bill Byrne, when he was giving uh, homiletics practicum, and he was talking about how different people uh, express affection differently. So... He's Irish, right? And so when he wants to express affection, he might hold out his hand to shake somebody's hand or or something like that. But if an Italian comes at him to express affection in the same way that an Italian would normally express affection, he's not receiving love and affection. He's receiving like, you're attacking me. And so th- it's sort of everything is received according to the mode of the receiver. We have a certain way of being. And so if somebody wants to communicate something to us, they have to communicate it in a way that I'm able to receive it for what they're trying to say. Sure, sure, sure. No, I, I've always thought, and I love this phrase as well, I just always think of like, I, I don't know, maybe it's just the way we say receiver, but it, I always think of of a radio. It's like if you're mm. up in your radio tower pumping out the best information that's ever been given and nobody has a radio to receive it, then it doesn't matter how good your information is, nobody's going to be able to make any sense of it because it's yeah, just going to exactly. be radio waves, right? Yeah, so, or or I th- I think about that commercial um, where the it's the German Coast Guard and uh, the the guy comes over the radio and says we're sinking we're sinking and the German says what are you sinking about <laughs> can't and, receive and, the mayday and then it says yeah that says learn English you know it's like <laughs> you, <laughs> you can't you that he's not able to receive the information in in such a way that because he he doesn't have the mode of receiving it he doesn't know English he doesn't know have that ability so so before we yeah, kind of move over to um like practically why you think about this when you're doing your pastoral ministry. Let's talk about why St. Thomas has this in the Summa in the first place. Do it. Great. So (laughs) um, he's trying to communicate the faith, right? And what he realizes is that God is teaching us about himself, but he created us as humans. And so we have a particular way of learning about invisible realities, right? We need the body. We need visible signs. And so he sends his son in the flesh to communicate who he is. I mean, first of all creation is in some way speaking about him. Then he sends his son, Jesus Christ in the flesh so that we can receive the information that is God's revelation of himself in a way that we're actually able to understand it. Mm-hmm. Sure. If, if he's not doing that, then we, we, God can be telling us all about his love and that we don't hear it. And so Thomas brings up this um, expression as a way of communicating why the incarnation happened. Yeah. He needed to talk to us in a language we could understand because we can't receive purely spiritual 
uh, information or purely spiritual communication from him. We're, we're bodied. Sure. And so it seems on some level, it seems like this is an obvious principle, right? That, that the receiver determines the mode that, that, that information has to be communicated in. But it's practically, I think it's forgotten pretty frequently. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because people like to communicate how they best understand, right? And you can think about this from like a teacher's perspective or from a writer's perspective or, or from any kind of art communicative perspective. You might say, you know, why aren't they getting it? I'm giving such a clear exactly. presentation. And the problem is that it doesn't matter if you think it's clear. It has to be given according to the mode of the receiver. That means it has to be put out in such a way that the person receiving the message can make sense of it, right? So it's like, it's something that even though it sounds obvious, like, oh yeah, make sure you have your radio waves on or whatever, you have to make sure that uh, that you're not giving it out according to the mode of the sender, because that doesn't matter. Right. It's the mode of the receiver mm. that in order to be received. And the beauty of this, I find, is that there's a real intimacy between God and what he's communicating, or, or the fact that he's communicating to us in this way shows a real intimacy with us. I mean, if we want to be able to communicate to someone in a way that they're able to understand, we have to know who that person is. For sure. Exactly. Like we have to be able to, to we have to be in a relationship and know what language to use. God knows who we are. Uh, and it's just beautiful that he's not just giving us information, but he's really using our language. He knows what we are and who we are so that he can communicate himself to us. Well, exactly. So I was, I, this is a personal experience of this, but I was at my spiritual director's a couple of months ago and um, he was trying to convince me of something. And I was talking about how, you know, like I was going through something difficult and it was a real challenge. And he started talking to me in Lord of the Rings language, you know, like not, not in Elvish, but like, but, but he you was like, you know, oh, you're going through, uh, you, like, this is what you're going through. It's like this, you know, you have Rivendell, you have Lothlorien, but there's some like walking in between that's hard. And I was like, oh, now I understand. <laughs> and now I, at this point in the podcast, I am totally alienated because I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, yes, let's keep talking about it. <laughs> um, the, I think, I think the key, this also, so this this helps us to see like when we're communicating as Catholics, we're trying to communicate the faith to others. Mm -hmm. We have to be so aware of how they receive things. And sometimes that means like, like even like from the most simple things like a parish website, like what does that communicate to someone? What is someone going to receive when they get there? You may think you have everything clear and nicely done, but in reality, it's it's not, you know, it's not communicating anything. Or, or you may think that by saying this thing to your friend about the faith, is a great way, a non-threatening way of explaining and talking about Jesus, but they're receiving it because of their background or their issues or different things in a totally different way. For sure. And so we've got to be very, very mindful that sometimes sometimes people aren't ready to receive something because they're, they're, they don't have the mode with which to receive it. And if we just force it on them, then that goes all wrong. So being very mindful of the sure. person who is receiving and caring a lot about them is so essential. Sure. So I think also... Like even just an example also, of you know, we, how many times do we say that God is love, right? God loves you. And yet how many people's experience of love is so broken yeah, and, and wounded? And so when they hear God loves you, they're thinking either cheap, superficial makes me feel good or they're thinking, but it's fleeting and, it, and God isn't going to stick with me, right? Mm -hmm. Or there's, there's so much there because of the woundedness that's there that sometimes just saying that God loves you doesn't communicate that God loves the person. Yeah. Sure. And so we have to use other language. We have to figure out how to address this. Sure. And it's just a, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a constant battle. You never want to pander to people and, right, and basically treat them like they're, 
they're not able to know more than they do. We always right. want to be right. challenging them to love the Lord more, to challenge them to love Christ more. And that's such an important part of our faith is to have them take that one step further. But we do have to be aware that, you know, just if we're just speaking truth, even if we're 100% on point, if they're mm-hmm. not ready to receive it, then all we're doing is just, yeah. we're not we're not moving them, right? We're not necessarily doing anything wrong, but it's like, if we really, if we really want, happened. exactly. If we really want this to be a conversion experience, which of course only comes through the grace of Christ, so he's he has to be the mover. But if we want to be instruments that Christ can use, we do have to always say, you know, this person before me, whatever, maybe their sins or their community experience or whatever, I have to never strip the truth down, but I have to to make it hearable in a way that they can get it. Yep, I think I think as well this this is one of the reasons why we can't do anything in the church like substandard like this is why we have to really everything we, we had a professor in the seminary who would say oh oh that was less than beautiful <laughs> and like you know there's there it, we ha- things have to be beautiful if we're going to communicate the truth like that's one of the few things that everyone can receive in some way you know is is, is real beauty mm. and if if we're doing something you know part of the way or or you know what does that communicate to others when they're, when they're receiving it? it's got to be beautiful this is why um, I'm in a fight with a religious sister who may or may not listen to this podcast about a certain book, which I won't <laughs> mention. Who used to listen to this podcast? <laughs> no. And and, and this, my problem with the book is that it's not beautiful. It's not well done. It's it communicates the truth, but not in a good way. If anyway, you, if you were listening to this podcast and you wondered what just happened as we shifted to this, this was Father Conrad just trying to get a jab in. That I'm, was all that was happening. I'm, I'm right, sister. You're wrong. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> the motivation for the whole podcast right there exactly <laughs> but i had but you know i had to think about what's their m- mode of receiving and you know i can't just like attack on the podcast wow. against this particular wow. book you know so I but what's being this- communicated here great affection for the sister that we're developed uh, spending so much time on the yeah, exactly. okay we can we can we can uh, that's enough i'm gonna hear about <laughs> it later uh, <laughs> so basically i think we can sum it up by saying this everything received according to the mode of the receiver means that we have to pay attention to how people listen how people receive mm-hmm. and not everyone can receive the same way and based on your life experience and what what you've got going on and, and wounds and things like that it, it inhibits or or helps your way of receiving anything any good news and so we need to if we're going to proclaim the good news to people we need to be cognizant of that mm-hmm. and speak in a way that they can understand and receive absolutely agree 100 percent Good. Well, I'm glad we agree on that. <laughs> that has been uh, thank thank you, uh, Father Chris. Thank you, Father Alec, for joining us from your undisclosed location, and uh, thank you everyone for listening. If, if and thank you, sisters, for listening. Even though you're, <laughs> this is the last podcast you listen to. Uh, thank you, everyone. If you'd like to listen to other great Catholic podcasts, you can do that at catholicbitespodcast.com, or you can find us on iTunes. Just search for Catholic Bites Bites with a Y. Thank you, and God bless you.